vegan. What's up, what's up, people? Welcome to another episode of I Am Negan, a TWD Universe podcast. My name is Adam Vale. I'm a senior editor over at The Coalition with a K, coalition.com, and I'm joined by editor-in-chief of The Coalition, Richard Bailey Jr. What's up, Adam? What's up, listeners and viewers? And The Throwdown Show over on Twitch, Carlos Romero. Yo, 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 what's going on? What's going on, people, is that we are back for Daryl Dixon, Season 1, Episode 3, Paris. Will always be Paris. Um, they have it written in French. I would have butchered it. We had to use uh, Google Translator, at least uh, Carlos. He's going to figure this out, and he found it, and we did it, and that's it. Paris will always be Paris. Um, <clears throat> yes, real quick, housekeeping. Thanks again for all the support over on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify. You can find us, I am Negan. That's where we are, and that's what we've been doing for years. We cover all things Walking Dead, as I mentioned. And so we are now covering Daryl Dixon. Um, it's interesting because when I talk to other people outside of the world of, uh, you know, what we're covering here, and they're like, hey, how, how is that show? I, I get a lot of that. It's like people that have watched The Walking Dead, and even yesterday I was at a get-together, and there's people that have watched The Walking Dead, don't bother with any of the fear and all the other ones. And they're like, hey, I, I see a lot of ads for this this Daryl Dixon. Like, what, what's going on with that? It, it, it sounds crazy. Ethan France, is it worth watching? Yes. That's it. I'm not going to spoil it for anyone. I'm like, yes. And the people that are watching this on YouTube or listening on iTunes, Spotify, wherever, you tell your friends also, yes, they should be watching this show. The show is fun. It's taking The Walking Dead universe to a whole new direction and beyond. Because, I mean, from this point on, the sky's the limit. We are, we are outside the realm of the comic. At this point, it's just they can do whatever they want. We can go straight up Hollywood and get crazy. And we're getting that. And we're seeing a lot of that with the variants and uh, especially the location and stuff, which is great. So just wanted to get that out there. So, yes, thanks again for all the support from all the different platforms. And again, if you have not seen this, we will be discussing it more of a discussion as opposed to just reviewing it because there's a lot to talk about. We have a lot of questions and I'm sure a lot of people that have seen this episode have the same question. So maybe we could all bounce ideas around and then uh, figure things out and you can put your comments and questions over on uh, the YouTube chat. All right. So if you haven't seen it, you can go on AMC plus it's there now, but I think by the time this is posted, it'll be done. We try to keep it on par with uh, how it, it gets aired on the AMC network. So then that way it gives people time to, to see it process what they just saw and then look them like, Hey, hey did, did anybody get this? Did anybody understand what's going on here? Because we we're at that point. We got these questions. Uh, there was a lot going on in this episode. So there you go. That's full warning. So, here we go. Three, two, one. Boop. All right. So a lot of info came out of this episode, right? While we're watching it, we were just like, wait a minute. What? Um, the big one, might as well just jump into this, is that Quinn, who is Isabel's boyfriend that we learned from the last episode, is the father of Laurent. Now... There's a lot, and we'll get through all of it, but this I had to bring up first because this is big. Why, if this is true, and it seems like it's true, why 
the sister didn't know. First, Isabel had no clue. She was baffled by it. We we automatically assumed though that she's boyfriending. She was uh, the girlfriend of Quinn, right? They, wasn't that implied yes. in the second episode? Yeah, that she was. So it wasn't because he did say, I always take care of you. Remember, I always take care of you. And then we find out more of that. It's because she had sliced her wrist. I guess she was going through a depression. But uh, that's really kind of shady than that, what you had an affair. And he sort of like tried to ease it. Oh, you know, things happened, this and that. You didn't know. Blah, blah, blah. And it's still it's like, why did not the sister on her deathbed or even when in transit while she's having this baby say hey listen uh i did something wrong uh this baby is actually your boyfriend's child say something i get it was for the big shock value that we just received from this episode but it sort of breaks with how things would normally work like this uh, i mean before i go any further what did you guys think of that big reveal quinn is the father of the chosen one well, the first thing that I thought is, is he making this up? I don't know why everyone just believed him right off the bat. We just met this guy back. Uh, this is the first time Isabel has seen him since he ditched him in that gas station. What, over a decade ago? Yeah, um, 10 years. 10 years have passed. I mean, oh, we'll get to how some of the things don't add up with that 10-year gap. But uh, go ahead, continue. I just don't understand. Uh, it seems all too convenient. Um, he's like, right away, it's like, oh, it's mine. It's like, oh, well, you don't know what she's been doing, uh, you know, during the other times. I don't know. It just seems all, to me, it seems it's like it's he's fabricating it. He's trying to make it seem like that's his kid. Uh, and I think he's lying. I'm, you know, it could, it could be wrong, but I, he just seems like a sleazy dude. Well, that was the question that I was asking myself. So, wait a minute. You automatically assume it's yours. And I think the only reason why he would say that is if this wasn't a one-time thing. He was having a long-running side relationship with Isabel's sister. And if that's the case, that's shady. That's really how long? Uh, I mean, we've been together, what? Two, we were together two years, yeah. Um, how about one year and 11 months? Like, as soon as you brought me over to your house, I saw your sister, I'm like, boof, wow, her. You know, can I have both? And she was cool with it, and we kept doing our thing, and then next, you know, she's pregnant. And she was underage. Right? Is she? Wasn't she younger? Yeah, she was. A, she was not she, a teen. I don't, I don't she think was definitely a teen. The eighteen, seventeen. I don't know. Did, what is it? The the photo was like in her birth sixteenth birthday, right? The the the, the Eiffel picture. Tower one. Yeah, the Eiffel Tower one. But uh, that doesn't uh, mean that was taken that same year that uh, yeah she was pregnant and the whole thing. So uh, I don't know if they'll ever go there because then she could have said you know right there she could say hey, but she was little kid or so you know but she did say that she was more shocked like what how did this happen and it, it was his delivery of that line it was like about the uh, you know oh you should know the father and it, uh, wait, what, 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 wait 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 he seemed to make it sound like isabel knew or should have known uh wow because clearly she didn't know when she was in the car she could have just said it weren't there, or he could have brought it. Be like, you listen, listen, listen. We we can't leave because if he cared so much about the baby, saying that it's his and he's a father, then he should have looked out. He wanted to dump her. Remember in that episode, he's like, we can't bring her along. 
she's going to be a liability. It's not happening. And but now all of a sudden he cares. But know. he didn't know. He didn't know she was pregnant. Um, because the if you remember from the previous, uh, I think it was a previous episode. Yeah, one it was of the, the last episode. previous episodes. Yeah. Um, the sister, the sister, while they were in the gas station and she was like all like nauseated and stuff, she told her sister right there is like she it's missed her, her her time, you know, time of the month, and I think that's where that's where they implied, oh, she's pregnant there, and that's where she figures out she's not just mm. sick, she's. I don't, I don't know because then that means that she went through the whole nine months and no one discovered or figured out it's like wow you put on some weight especially around your belly like mm, something i don't know i mean hey it's happened i've heard these crazy stories of people giving birth in the bathroom not realizing they were pregnant very possible <clears throat> but uh i mean that seems like a big secret to keep from your sister that you're living with so uh well it seems like it seems like isabel was was to her going to club was, stealing yeah, stealing yeah, yeah, she, yeah, like yeah, exactly right she, she was doing her own thing what, what, what's your thoughts on all of this rich okay well my initial reaction uh rest in peace but I'm pretty sure that uh, Jerry Springer would approve of this uh, plot. <laughs> Jerry, 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 right? yeah That's it. I mean I don't really think it's that far-fetched because from the moment we saw Quinn, I thought the guy looked like a douchebag. There obviously is something, some bad side to the character because they want to have the characters that are flawed. They have their own issues. So I, I, I think it is believable that he did mess around with the sister and he did get her pregnant. I, I Like you said, I don't think this was a one-off thing. This had to be going on for quite some time because... Uh, I haven't heard of a situation happening where you mess around with somebody one time and you get pregnant. I mean, that's that has to happen more than oh, once. Oh yeah, it's, it's it's happened. But the way he was so sh- sure that he was the father, yes, would imply that this was a real relationship on the side, and that that's that's a double stab for for Isabel right there because I don't think she really, I guess she cared about him, but not more than her sister, obviously, because she stole the car and left them there. Uh, mm-hmm. But man, to know that your sister was uh, was messing around with your boyfriend. Now we don't know if Isabel was serious with him. If she felt like, oh, we were going to get married, and it's all no, we we never really. Oh no, we never really learned that much about their relationship. By the way that she left him behind, it, 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 yeah. she definitely wasn't serious about him. Oh, yeah. and, well, and, but, well, but I will say this. Because he, he wanted to drop her sister, blood over you know water type of situation. Here. Exactly. It's like, no, 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 exactly. no. You're not leaving my sister. Oh, no, I agree. But I, I will say this. To go to what Carlos's point said, where he made the comment that uh, this does not really feel like they explained it well. I, I do agree with that. I do agree the the, the question of the, is this a matter of convenience? Uh, but I, I will say this: I, if this was, if this storyline was not a part of this particular show, I don't think the Quinn character is needed at all because they had to have some type of conflict. Beside the fact that uh, Daryl is being hunted down by these other people, you have to have some type of other conflict, I guess, because otherwise, this guy he would just help them; they will be on their way, and then that's it. But of course, there has to be a catch to what he wants. So I kind of understand that, but I want to see where they're going with it in the next couple episodes. Well, here's the other question, then, and it's related to Quinn. So we have Flute, right? Now, that's the, the person who's running that compound, 
and that's the safe haven mm-hmm. and that's where they are aware of the chosen one Laurent told by the priest who had turned right so they're all in on this belief that he is the one there was a a woman that was a uh, on the second floor in that compound, she had lost her husband some time ago. They said, oh, she doesn't want to be consoled. She wants to stay in her room. But then the boy goes up there, talks, and then next, you know, everything seems so okay. Like, he, he was able to do something. But the reason why I bring this up is because he says, hey, you need a radio, because that's the whole point of this episode. It's a search for the radio so he can, so our Daryl Dixon could call and, and get an Uber boat or something, or some kind of way to get back to the States. And, um, he says, all right, we're going to go to this spot. The spot is a club that's in the catacombs in France. Awesome setting. Awesome set design. I loved it. But this is my question. Was Quinn always the owner of this club? Because she wasn't shocked to see him, but she, she wasn't. And she wasn't. She didn't say, what are you doing here? And he didn't say, hey. I own this place because you would think she would have brought that up when they're walking through the catacomb when he's like, where are we going? You know, Daryl, what's going on here? It's like, oh, we're going to my ex-boyfriend's club. It's down here. He's got a lot of shady characters. Shh. You know, no, that didn't happen. So that was my thing. It's like, did he take over? Clearly, this isn't new. Right? I mean, or maybe it is new. I'm sure in France you're not allowed to open up a club in the catacombs where there's just a bunch of dead bodies. So this is something that's happened within the 10 years. But it's just funny that Quinn is running this this uh, club there. So do you, my question to you guys is, do you think he already had this going and she knew about it? Or this was like a big surprise, like, oh, wow, just to throw him back into the mix. Like, oh, it's not a stranger that owns it. It's a new character. It's a returning character from last episode that she dicks to build that tension. So I, I, I like to go first, and then we can add, Carlos can add his uh, opinion in, in here. I think this is something that developed uh, as a result of everything happening, the world falling apart. You did see when he had his conversation, I believe the, the other guy's name is uh, Con- Condrum, the, uh, the the other bad guy. They have an arrangement where that the, the club is supposed to be off limits. So obviously, for I weapons. think this... For weapons. For weapons, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but I, I think uh, this is something that developed over time. They didn't really go into the backstory about what Quinn's job was in all the stuff that he did. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like they need to dive deeper into that now that we see the character again and we'll probably get some answers but uh yeah i i i just think this is something that happened uh over time i don't think he he owned it from the beginning this is something that happened over time but one comment that i do want to make uh i do believe that there is something special about laurent because how the hell is he in a club he shouldn't be in a club at his age there's no rules world world's gone to poop there's no rules. <laughs> there was nobody at the door saying, sorry, no minors. Come on now. They don't care. <laughs> and it's France. I don't even think those rules apply. I know in England, they don't have very strict rules when it comes to that. You could see over the I, bar, I didn't then. know that. Okay. So I, I don't think that was a big deal. I don't think they care. But then again, it's good to notice that he is the only minor that was there. Yes. We, you know, yep. we saw all kinds of interesting <laughs> characters at this club. And that's and people may roll their eyes like, the world has gone crazy and all this stuff. And then everybody's just celebrating and drinking. Um, there's reports and records that during the Black Plague, during the Black Death in England, that a lot of the Richie Poos would go further out. And that's what they did. 
they celebrated. They were like, hey, we might die tomorrow. Let's just live it up and celebrate what the little time we have now. So it makes perfect sense. And now this is, again, 10 years after the fall. So mm-hmm. what what are you going to do? Sit in a room and cry all day and hope walkers don't come and eat you? You got to get a release. And what better than in a place that's surrounded by dead bodies in the catacombs, right? That are already dead. They, I mean, they're not. there's no way those are coming back. Those are decades, decades old. But it, it was a great setting and it makes perfect sense because you're underground. So uh, I, I think that was it was fantastic. But yeah, uh, that whole setup, I, I just was wondering about the and, and yes, yeah, the shady stuff. So I don't think she knew and that Isabel knew that that Quinn was going to be there or runs a club because when they were at the compound and uh, Daryl was like, Need, needs a radio. And this is like, this is real comical because they were like, OK, the guy says, come, come. I know someone here. Right. Flute. Falut, that's his name, right? He's the guy who runs that area. And he brings him to a, a guy who's dealing with pigeons. We got a Mike Tyson dude over here with the pigeons, you know? It's like, oh, this is my collection of pigeons. I put little messages here, right? And I send it, and he comes back in a few days or a month or whatever. It's like, I'm sorry, this is not going to work. Uh, it's not going to cross over to America and then just drop off. And then what? Someone's going to shoot it. I'm like, yeah, we got lunch. They're not going to look for a note. Does it work that way? So it was funny that that flute would even point them in that direction. Like, what are you doing? I need a radio, not a, a pigeon. Yeah. And that's when, you know, Isabel was like, don't worry. Uh, I'll figure something out. And he said, Falut said, hey, there's somebody that I do know that probably could get it, but you need to get some goods. You know, and I, I want to get into that part. But yeah, that that whole part there, what did you guys think about when they showed it? It's like, oh, this is the pigeon. This is how we're going to get that message across. And do you think that was serious? That I, I couldn't believe that. You know, Carlos. I mean, that's the, that, I think that's definitely serious. I, to America? The, to America? I, when you're in the zombie apocalypse, anything goes. I just, Flutes? I, uh, or, or, or dead orchestras? Uh, anything oh, well, goes. That well, was funny. That was funny. So let, 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 let me make a comment about that real quick. I, I, I do think, I do agree with Carlos that there was, they were serious about the pigeons, but obviously that wasn't going to work. But I just want to make this comment about the dead orchestra. I think that was excellent that they showed that because it's the declining mental health of people in this environment. They needed to show that, I think, to show you how crazy some people have gone because of everything that happened. So I thought that was good mm-hmm. that they put that. And it's, good, and it's good that they showed it without being the violent kind where, oh, yeah. it's just some dude manifesting violence through, you know, craziness. You know, people can have, you know, issues and not be violent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he did definitely because that was a, right at the beginning of that episode. It was like a little side thing. She was like, "Oh, I know a guy. He he may have a radio, and he's in a theater. And I guess he runs the theater. And uh, he lost his damn mind. He was he was nuts. <laughs> and he was oh American. He starts quoting some some scenes from other movies or whatever plays that he was reciting off of. And he said, "Oh, hold on. He puts on a record." And he's playing some music, and then he's like, come, 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 come. And he goes, and you see in the big auditorium on stage, he had tied up a bunch of walkers around instruments doing this whole thing. Beautiful set. Beautiful scene. I love it. That's that's great. Make that a YouTube short right there. You know, AMC, if you want to show off something crazy. Because that was, 
That was a fun scene. But yeah, it, even Daryl's answer. Well, you can find anything here. This is crazy. This is a waste of my time and a side mission. He's right. Because then as a viewer watching, it's like, how does this even matter? It's a cool looking scene, but what's going on here? No, he's right. Let's get moving. Let's keep moving. The only thing that wasn't right and incorrect and out of character for Daryl Dixon is that during that scene, right, we have um, uh, Sylvie. Right and Laurent and they're in the little in, in their wagon waiting for for Isabella and, and Daryl to come out and some walkers are coming. One is dragging another one because they were chained together, and she points her rifle about to take the shot. So Daryl comes out and he's talking about how crazy everything has gotten. So old school Daryl knows better. Would have just taken out a knife, stabbed that one walker in the head. Right, and then keep no. He grabs the, the the rifle from Sylvie, takes the shot, and what happens? Yeah, yeah, you put that walker down, but then the noise causes for all the other walkers in the area to come out, and now they're all you know, following them. It's like, oh, well, we got to get out of here, back on track. There we go. That's that's the one issue I had with that scene because I'm like, Daryl would not have done that. That was the whole reason why Daryl went with a crossbow. Remember? Less noise. He could keep using it. That's why he always went and picked up the arrow afterwards. Uh, where's a crossbow? Where is I want Daryl to say, hey, you got a crossbow. I want something. It, we, it, it has to happen. It has to happen just like we had Ash from Evil Dead looking for a chainsaw. You know, uh, I agree. I, I have a theory. Uh, I think this is a sign of Daryl's frustration because he just wants to get back home. So this is why he was swearing a lot more often in this episode because I saw a, a couple of F-bombs, a couple of S-bombs in this in this episode. So, uh, yeah, he's just frustrated and he wants to get back to America. So that's what I guess. That's why he took the shot of that of that uh, walker and said, I ain't got time for this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. So here's here's the big question. For the listeners and the viewers and the panel. Oh, man. So when they get back to the apartment, Isabel and Daryl, and they're at Isabel's apartment. And the reason why she brings them there is because, hey, remember, I, she was a thief. She said, I wasn't always a nun. <coughs> Sorry. And um, she breaks out under all the little goodies that she's stolen over those years. So they see the picture of the sister and all that stuff. And they're like, all right, that's great. And then they try to leave in the hallway. There's some walkers already there. They go through the back door of the apartment building. And uh, when they get to the courtyard area, we see the little French girl that we saw from the last episode. This was two things for me. One, I was expecting a flashback with Sophia, with Daryl. That type of thing, because it's a little girl. It's sad, the whole thing. But two, how is this little girl still in this courtyard 10 years later? Okay? Now, I can understand if it was just a year or whatever. 10 years standing there, because she's stuck. Remember? Her leg. With the dress still there intact. 10 years. Weather. They got, they got winter in France. You know, it's just, that doesn't... I get why story-wise we had to put that aside. Put the time out of your mind. But uh, it's hard when you're supposed to think about the time because we just saw last episode that Laurent is the baby that was in the womb. So the kid has grown up and now here we are decades past and then we're seeing the same little girl, zombie girl, but stuck in this one spot. 
she should be completely rotted away at this point. But she's not. But, but before I go any further, what did you guys think of that? Did you get that same vibe from, or is it just me overthinking again? It's just you overthinking okay. again. All right. All right. Rich? <laughs> really? That's wow. Fine. wow. That's fine. I mean, that's wow. it. Well, I mean, I, well, no. Expecting to see well, Sophia, I feel like that, that's, I don't know why you would even no, think that. No, 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 no. Not seeing Sophia. It's the, that she was this girl, this zombie girl, has been stuck in this spot for well, 10 years and is still a zombie standing there in that spot. That is what the, I mean, 10 years, that should have just been decayed right away. It looked nothing like the child. Well, I, I but, but again, uh, I think that was a convenience thing because they want to show that Isabel felt some guilt, that she just left the girl behind. There was no telling her, hey, something's going on. You need to get out of here. She just left her and went about her business. So they probably put that in there specifically to show you that the character was dealing with guilt. Because after that, she had a conversation with Daryl said, you know, I know that girl. She was here when I left. But she was so waiting I, for that's her mom. That... And so there's no way that Isabel would have known. Well, who knows? Maybe the mom didn't turn. Maybe the mom was going to come back. Then what? Then you take the little girl. That's horrible. What do you do? Yeah. You know, what well, do you do? I, I, you know, I, I do think that, uh, as far as the Sophia comment, I, I wasn't expecting to see that. Obviously, if Carol was a part of this show, wink, wink, then uh, I would expect to see that because Carol and Daryl both saw that, and they would then have that put, it, put Sophia down. That was the thing. Yeah, he that's did, true. and that's why when she was like, "Oh, oh let's go," and I thought maybe he was going to say, "I can do this because I've done it before." You know, and then they do like a, a, quick, a quick flash of like, you know, Sophia coming out of the barn, you know, that type of thing. There's no need because if you if you know, you know. If you don't, it doesn't matter. It's one yeah. of those. So that's that's a good point. That's a good point. But uh, it, that was that was one of the the main parts. Uh, another key takeaway from this episode: we get to see the big bad now, and he was never part of that crew with the the evil woman that we saw in the end of episode one. Because remember, we weren't sure. We weren't sure. We're like, oh, maybe he's part of that militia, whatever group of scientists, whatever they're doing over there, that had that boat that uh, brought over. Daryl to France. But it turns out, no, that's not the case. The group found him and they bring him to that woman who's in charge of this other group. And she relights her cigarette twice. I don't understand that. I, You see her light the cigarette. She takes some puffs. And then still within that same conversation with this dude, she lights it again. Did it go out that fast? Or are you just a chain smoker that just like burned through one pull? <laughs> done <laughs> next you know she rolls her own cigarettes so respect that that's i guess that's what you have to do at that point right <laughs> you can't go to pick up some marlboros um but it, we see that he's he's got his issues and he says he has info and he needs help he wants resources whatever to help go find this american because that's what she was like well how do i know you know and he takes out the tape recorder plays it there you go i know his name isn't this the dude yeah it isn't all right i need to get him killed my brother um, so all right so he's got his own thing but now at least this was answered pretty quick that no they are not part of the same group he had his own thing going and she has her own thing going he doesn't really care too much about how that is but he knows she has resources manpower and that's what he needs and he knows that she's going that daryl is en route to paris now back to real quick uh, go ahead go ahead so real quick, I just want to make a prediction right now. Uh, now that we know that uh, she has hired him to 
basically get rid of Daryl. I'm expecting him to get killed at the end of this season, uh-huh. and then Daryl has to deal with her next season. So that's well, real quick. That's what I was going to ask you guys: Is it does she want him dead, or does she want him brought to her for questioning or whatever? Because yeah. I, I don't know. I, I guess yeah, because I think he implied he's just going to kill him. He wants to get rid of this guy. He, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't care. So then, how do you prove it? I, I, you 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 drag his dead body, decapitate him. Like, look, this was him. She's never seen him. She don't know. That could be another French dude or someone from other. Well, how do I know this is the guy on the tape? Exactly. So so you're right. She she wants him to question him, so on and so forth. But this guy, obviously, because his brother was killed, it's a very personal vendetta. So uh, they're gonna have some conflict of of uh, interests. When it comes to that point, because you saw he they tried to go after him in this episode. So that's why I said uh, this guy is probably going to get killed at some point. I don't know if it's going to wait till season two, but Daryl definitely going to deal with him. That's coming. So mm-hmm. stay tuned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what about you, Carlos? What do you think about all that? Um, I don't know. I feel like it's it, it's interesting to think uh, how <laughs> they're putting two in t- uh, the the boss. Uh, I don't know her name. The boss lady. Yeah, I don't remember her name. He, 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 yeah, she, yeah, she's just a boss lady. She has. Her own like, it looks like there's testing. That's the other thing to know. It looks like they were doing some form of testing. Yeah, they're doing some some testing on some. I guess they're uh, variant walkers. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, this one was pretty. You know, was pretty fierce. He took some shots. They were shooting, and he was still going. Yeah, so I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure uh, how the 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 boss lady is gonna is gonna factor into all of this because obviously she's gonna factor in one way or the other. But um, the motivations, it feels like we still haven't gotten all of it. Uh, just the, off of episode one, we got a, a snippet of why she's wanting to get Daryl. Obviously, it's obvious why the other dude wants to get him. Uh, but yeah, I just find it funny as well. It's like. It's the American guy. It's like, oh, maybe there's more than one. He ruined the ship. That's all we really know is that there was a ship coming from America and he freed a bunch and he killed a bunch of people. Because remember, we saw a bunch of of, uh, walkers and it's like, yeah, this is all the Americans doing. He killed them, whatever. And they turned and I was like, oh, what's so special about nothing? I just picked them up over there. And uh, yeah, and, and that was it. So we remember, we still don't know. All we know is that Daryl says he made some bad decisions. We still don't know what led to him getting on this boat to go. And it's crazy. We t- remember we talked about how are we going to get the backstory. We still we got a little snippet from the first episode. We still we haven't heard anything since. Uh, who knows? Maybe the backstory well, will be in the second season. I can well I can answer that question, Carlos. No. The season finale will be the backstory. In, no. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it could mm-hmm. be, yeah. I mean, yeah. we only got what? This is episode three. Yeah, we got three more to go. Got three more to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, more than likely it'll be one of the last ones. Mm-hmm. Now, now, yeah. Ne- go ahead. Oh no, yeah, and they'll probably reveal in that season finale right before Daryl, uh, you know, got lost. He he met up with Rick, and oh wait, now we need to find out what happened with Rick when that show comes out next year. Or something to that effect. Oh no! It all depends on this writer strike, <laughs> yeah. or else put it for twenty twenty five. It's yeah. going to be a while, but uh, yeah. So the other issue with all of this, with uh, the big bad—that's what I keep calling him—is that he shows up at the the club 
club catacomb. That's what I'm going to call it. And he was like, I'm looking for an American. He tells this to Quinn. And he says his name. It's like, oh, well, Quinn just gives the information up right away. He doesn't waste any time filling this in, which I found very interesting. Like, why? What, what? You don't know this guy, or do you know him? I guess he, because he, he doesn't know him, but he knows the soldiers. Because that was, he, he said the woman's name, the, the evil woman. He said, hey, I have an arrangement with her. None of that comes over. He's like, that's fine. We're not here to cause trouble. We're looking for Daryl Dixon. So, I, I'm really surprised that he, he did what he did, which is clearly tell tell the, this dude where they're being held up because if he cares so much about the boy being his son you're sending this guy with armed soldiers over there. who knows what if he kills them all what if he doesn't even know and thinks, yeah. oh i'm gonna kill your kid that's not my kid oh no you know what i mean and he thinks he's killing daryl's kid like an eye for an eye thing you just kill kid quinn's son that doesn't uh that that well, part yeah go ahead I agree. Uh, something to be mindful of, we have to remember, is that uh, when uh, they discovered Laurent in the first episode, they tried to take him. So I would be very curious to see what's going to happen now uh, when, again, they have an opportunity, to, because obviously now you know that Quinn is the father, so on, so, so on and so forth. Is he going to allow them to take his son? That's a question to think about moving forward, because... Well, like you said, it, when he told them to go, this is where Daryl is at. He wasn't thinking about how they were going to react and how they can potentially take out Laurent or, 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 or Isabel. So that's why I said we probably have to watch that in the next couple episodes because once he knows that they would take Laurent as well, I think he might have an issue with that. So. It's, it's just so weird. He could have just lied. That's that's the thing that threw me off with that. He could have just lied because earlier in that that same segment where it's Isabel Quinn and Daryl in the room and the big reveal, I'm the father, whole thing. He pretty much says he wants the child. He's like, the boy needs to know his father. I want this. You do this. You get your boat. That's when Daryl's like, nah, we're not messing with this guy. No, 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 no. Let's go. Let's go. Well, I don't need a boat that bad. You know? So, and then she was like, I don't need a hero. And this, they go in their whole little thing. They build that tension. But the reason why I bring that up is because if he cares, which is where he's telling Isabel they sort of kiss, he wants to be the father for the show. If a guy shows up with armed soldiers and says, hey, where is this American Daryl? Just lie. Like, I don't know. He came in here. He wants a boat. I'll tell you that much. But then he left. He said he didn't want to make a deal. And there goes that. Don't don't say well, where he's holding up and put your the son that you say you care about in danger. That's the thing. Because then you could then show up over there and say, all right, I got another deal for you. You don't give me this boy. I'm going to tell these guys exactly where you yeah. are. And they're going to take everybody out. I don't care. Everybody in this compound is going straight to the afterlife and, and going to be walking the earth as zombies. Give me my boy. But no, they didn't go that route. He went, he, he spilled the beans. And while Isabel and Daryl are working out their stuff and, and Daryl's still not buying the whole thing about the boy, Laurent being the chosen one and all this. Like, maybe it's just a boy. What's wrong with you guys? And, uh, sure enough, Laurent is in the background and he hears it and it's like i hate both of you burning hell you know he's flipping out because <laughs> then the big bad and the henchmen show up 
we get that eye-to-eye contact, and then we start getting into the crazy. So before I go any further, what did you guys think about that part? Because that was big. This is how we find out with Quinn and with the big, this guy showing up and all this chaos. You enjoyed it? Uh, well, I have some thoughts, but let, let me hear. Let's hear what Carlos has to say first. <laughs> I'm more curious about what Rich has to say. Okay, so I, you know, here's the thing. I was entertained with this, uh, but I will say I don't like the fake out of this whole thing, teasing that Daryl was going to choke him out. If it comes to that, Daryl needs to just kill the guy. You know, you don't uh, delay it. Obviously, they don't want it to happen yet because they still have three more episodes this season, so it's not going to happen right away. But uh, for him, them to get that close, Daryl should have took him out that, in this episode. Yeah, that choked the chase scene yeah. and going in over, yeah, doing that <laughs> whole thing. But then also showing that he was the other guy was close to grabbing the the knife or something, so it could yep. it could have went either way. But we won't know. We won't know because then the henchmen started bucking shots. And so it's mm-hmm. like, oh, forget it. I got to get up and, and run. And he falls through and, the, the ceiling. And that's another thing before we get to Carlos. Somebody should have got shot. With all those, them shoot, t- taking all those shots, Daryl could have got shot in the leg or something and then fell through the ceiling, fell through the roof. That oh. would have been more believable because oh, now your it was boy shooting. Flew. Now your boy flew. Hey, we're peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, wait a second. That's probably still coming, too, you know, because they got to make <laughs> no, sure that not yeah. every character will survive. They got to make sure of that. So oh, the pigeon see. dude. The pigeon dude. Now that bird's never coming back. <laughs> he was like, what is going on here? <laughs> My bird. Yeah, I, so sometimes, sometimes I feel like uh, Daryl is going through the equivalent of playing a video game sequel where you lose all your attributes from one game to the other. You know, we talked about it, how, you know, Daryl Daryl decides to shoot the, the walker instead of just taking it out with a knife uh, to not make noise and to uh, conserve ammo. Um, you know, we've seen, we've seen Daryl look like John Wick, and then sometimes he kind of, you know, struggles against uh, basic components. So, yeah. uh, you know, I agree with uh, someone should have been shot because <laughs> too many goddamn bullets go flying around. For no one to be, uh, you know, hit. Um, yeah, it was They're a nice little shots. scene. They're bad shots, and it's dark, and uh, they're shooting at rooftops, right? Because that's where that whole <laughs> fight took place. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it was it was a it was a nice scene. I mean, wish I wish uh, some a little bit more uh, conclusive action happened, but uh, but when you're dealing with like two of the the contenders here, Tarta. Mm-hmm. To accomplish something, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a feeling uh, Laurent is going to run back to the club uh, catacomb because remember he became friends with the singer that was on stage, yeah. and she gave him that little chain there, and maybe he'll be like, "Oh hey. no, no, no!" He's he's uh, is this the preview? I don't know if it's part of the preview or part of the show, but they show where he's at. It must be because we just see him run out, and then just when that happens, that's when the big bad and his goons show up, and yeah, that's that's okay. it. So we don't know what happened because remember she said I was looking for him. Isabel went to to Daryl and she was like I was looking for. Him. I don't know where he went. I don't know where he went. And then mm-hmm. like you know he's Daryl's running out the window and uh, doing that whole chase thing, and then eventually he falls through I- the roof. 
I just want to say it was a bit anticlimactic where he heard the whole conversation and he just like, hey, wait, I, I hate you both now. So that's uh, but that was so, a little ridiculous. Well, but, what uh, did Daryl say that would have pissed him off? About hey, he said, hey. the mom, the dad, that that dude's his father. Mm-hmm. That whole scandal there. Um, but Daryl, Daryl yeah. was saying to tell him the truth. Yeah, to tell yeah. The other kid, the truth that he's there if the, to if be the, kid, the chosen one. If the kid is a chosen one and as smart as everyone says he is, you would have understood that Daryl was trying to was on his side. Uh-huh. Yes. So mm-hmm. uh, by by deduction and by seeing this kid's reaction to uh, Baby Chalamet's reaction to all of this, he is definitely not the chosen one. He's, he's more of an Anakin Skywalker than he is a kid. Luke. He's the kid. Yeah. He's overreacting. He's upset. And and they had to get him out of the firefight. That was the safest way to do it. Like, all right, how do we get this kid out of the scene? Focus on Daryl running rooftops. Ooh, he, the kid gets pissed at him and runs off. All right, perfect. And and let me just say this because I think uh, Adam said this well before we started recording. Daryl pretty much is us as the viewer because the things that he is saying is exactly what we would say. I don't see what's special about this kid yet. Yes, he did console the woman in this episode, but I'm like, what is so special about this kid that I have to care about him? Mm-hmm. And they need to answer that question before the season is over because otherwise it just doesn't make any kind of sense. Yeah, because the one thing that people are like, but but we know it's like The Last of Us. Uh, he has yes. some of that the zombie blood, whatever, in him, and he didn't turn. The mom turned, so there's got to be some kind of immunity. But we don't know that. We don't know mm-hmm. that. We don't know if he gets bit by a walker if he's going to turn or not. It hasn't happened yet. So I don't yeah. really know what this community is expecting from him. To be their new leader, it was like a John Connor from Terminator situation. <laughs> You're gonna help us lead, and we're gonna fight. You're gonna become this great soldier, but you know, Flute doesn't look that young. So by the time this guy actually becomes of age, that people can follow him, and let's say he becomes like a boy king type of situation, it's not gonna matter. So I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. It, it leaves a lot of holes in all of this, and they're going to have to answer it because that's the thing. Okay, you bring this kid to this compound to flute and all this. Then what? What are they doing? Daryl doesn't care, so he doesn't ask that question. Remember, he just wants to get to a boat. He's like, all right, I'll bring you there, and then I'll go and get in a boat, and that's it. And that was the thing. He was like, I'm packing up. I'm going to leave. And then she turns around, which I really didn't expect. The, the, the lines that she was delivering was like, um... He's gonna miss you. Oh, miss you just met like a few days ago. He'll get over it. It's not like, oh wow, you've been here for years. We're happy. You know, he sees you as a father figure. No, no. Daryl is a man of very few words, and I'm sure he wasn't really bonding with this kid. And that's it. He's got a goal. He just wants to get home. That's it. That's all he cares about. Wants to get on a boat. Doesn't care how he gets a boat. Just wants to go. First, he was looking for the radio. That's not happening. But yeah, no, I think uh, I think uh, Carlos, what you're talking about is from that teaser for the next episode because it looks like he's somewhere else. And then we also see that the Quinn, the father, would be father, plays a bigger part. No surprise. Maybe he dies. Maybe he does stick up and and turn a new leaf. I, I don't know because at first we're thinking, oh. Isabel did him wrong. Yes, he wanted to leave her, the sister, whole thing, but maybe he thought she was going to turn, and that, yeah, well, okay, well, I get it, she's going to turn, but no, so uh, they had to st- stick something on him 
to give him the stench, you know? And this is it. It's like, oh man, that's messed up. He's messing with the sister and had the baby. Oh, but then, uh, yeah, he's the chosen one's father. So that plays a big part. That could change everything too. And maybe the community wants the dad of the chosen one there as well. I don't know, but uh, we will find out. All right, before we wrap this up, anything else you want to say about this episode? Rich. Uh, actually, no. I I thought I, I thought this was still a, a very entertaining episode. This is definitely. I'm gonna go back and say again. I'm enjoying this Walking Dead spinoff a lot more than the other ones. So I look forward to seeing what happens next. I don't mind the secrets and the revelations, but they have to explain some of this stuff. So as an audience person, I, I better understand what they're trying to do. So, but so so far so good. Carlos. I just want to know what happens to the the orchestra director. Well, give give me his spinoff. The orchestra. He loves his money. He's sitting there so long. This is what I'm I'm guessing. This is my guess. This is my guess. Uh, he was a conductor with the orchestra. They decided to bunker in, right? Stay in the theater. Hopefully, things get better. Someone died, either natural causes or by getting bitten, and it spread. Turns out he was the only one. He lost his mind, still scared to go outside, and just tied them all up to play the parts that they normally play, to play the instruments they normally play. And that's it. And it's business as usual for him. But thank you for reminding me. I almost we almost skipped off this the, the key part, another key oh. part regarding this episode. The variants. The variant that we saw that they fell, two of them, or there was a few that were falling out during that courtyard scene where Daryl and the little girl in that whole situation, they're trying to get out, making noise, and we see the walkers throwing themselves over. We've seen this. We saw this in Fear. I mean, in um, a Dead City. But what we didn't see is that it, they, like, reanimate. They just got up and they started, like, contorting all back in place. That was very weird. Like, how? How the bone is broken. If the bone is broken, is it healing itself or are they trying to walk on broken bone? I don't know. But you see this thing just like, you know, just stand up and then start walking. And then he, Daryl takes his pipe that he finds and he stabs it in and there's that acid again. But he pushes it against the door that he was trying to get in. It's all vined up. And then it's a cool scene where it's burning. The acid is burning away the vines to the door. So that way he can open the door. Very interesting. I like that. Very video gamey type of thing to do. You know, it's like, how do you get through this door? It's covered with vines. I don't know. Do we start a fire? Oh, wait, we're going to throw these lemon you know uh, gears of war infected type of uh zombies over and then you have to jab one and then stick that over to it so that we can burn through there you go that was interesting now we've seen this variant in the first episode now we're seeing more of it i'm still waiting to see my runner i need to see the runner um i'm sure it's coming it has to if not, I'm going to feel extremely let down because that is how they ended World Beyond with a runner in Paris. I, I need to see it. But yeah, that, that was cool. Did you guys, what did you guys, I know we, when we were watching, we were like, wow, this is crazy. This thing is just like standing uh, right up. Yeah, I think it was very cool. If I had to make a guess, I would say we made the comment earlier about this lady that's doing all the testing on the uh, the walkers. That probably has something to do with some of the a lot of these walkers could be the experimental the failed experiments that they just let free roam, roam out in the world. Um, 
So we have to wait and see. But if I had to make a guess, we will see that runner. And because this is The Walking Dead and because they told us that it's already approved for a second season, I would not be surprised by the end of the season, Daryl gets captured and he has to fight some of these walkers. And then the show cuts off where he's about to, the running walker is running after him, you know, so. Yeah, it'll be cool. He gets That's out. A- he is on a big open street. He sees a few of them. He's like, all right, we're going to have to go the other way. And then, you know, they, they pan in the back and you just see them walking off. And then you just see that footstep. You, you know, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and you look back and it's like, oh, they're all running at that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Oh, yeah. But that yeah, the, clearly what I think is happening here is that that the the, the woman, the, the evil lady with her group, they're trying to figure out a cure of some way and they're running different tests. But mm-hmm. in doing so, there's other side effects. And it's altering these walkers to do certain things. That That's my guess. That's, that, that, guess. that's yeah. one of the things that we saw even in a world beyond when um, the, the CMA, remember, when they were running uh, the, the, uh, the Civic Republic, I should say, uh, when they were running tests. And they were like, what are you doing with the? Oh, well, we're trying to figure out a cure. We're, we're doing all these different things. You were getting different results. They're not making it or they're acting weird or whatever. Well, Francis, it's taken to the next level. And now they have whatever they're using is now modifying all of these things. But uh, why are they not keeping it contained? And how are they escaping into the world to infect other people? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see how that whole thing pans. Maybe it was there was a science facility got overrun, and I think that's what happened at the end of World Beyond. There was that one scientist sending about that. All oh, things have gotten real bad here. We we even get it, and then she gets attacked, and she gets up and runs. So we will see. But either way, I'm enjoying it. That's my idea there. I, I do like this show. I am looking forward to the episodes, which is great because it's been a while since I could say that, especially with Fear being as bad for its final season as it's been disappointing that's also coming back right uh, a few more weeks i think we got the last few episodes for that and yeah 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 october yep yep we got october so i think this will end and then we spin off into uh fear and then we'll take it from there so that should be it uh carlos anything you have to say about this episode before we uh call it a night I do, I do agree with most of the sentiments that have been gone, uh, been discussed throughout uh, just the overall, uh, our overall feelings on, on the show. Pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to see what happens next. I don't know what the whole thing with the variants is, what the hell they're actually testing. Maybe, they, maybe they're the ones that actually created some of the variants. Who knows? But I'm looking forward to see what happens next. Uh, hopefully Daryl gets, uh, gets to be a more, more of a badass in the next episodes and hopefully he finds a crossbow somewhere and, uh, yeah, we'll talk about it next week. He needs a crossbow. He needs a crossbow. We have to complete the Daryl Dixon. And then, I mean, if you go to find any of his figures out there, his action figures, almost all of them have him with this damn crossbow. That's him. Him on a motorcycle crossbow. We get it. No motorcycle yet. I'm sure he can find one somewhere out there in France. But crossbow, come on now. The setting is fantastic. And everything is set for it. So it just makes sense. Especially when we saw that scene, uh, the first episode, where they had all those weapons. Remember? The the nuns. I was like, oh, come on now. 
there's gotta be a crossbow <laughs> all right everybody we will be back next week for episode four thanks again for tuning in and checking us out on youtube and on itunes and spotify and stuff like that and if you have any questions comments you want to contribute go ahead and then chime in over on youtube we have that form there and just leave a message if you think any of the stuff that we discussed is going to come to pass with the, these runners and a crossbow and just this show so far it's pretty good i'm enjoying it all right everybody peace